At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard. We're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino of all ways for the 2023 NFL season to kick off uh, the Monday night game of all teams. Of all players, Paulie, and of uh, all games for it to happen in Monday Night Football on 9-11 in New York, after this entire offseason, they go out, they told you back in January, we're going to do whatever we can to bring in a quarterback. You knew that it was probably going to be Rodgers, Super Bowl or bust for this team. They do it, uh, and then you put up through the entire offseason, the entire summer, they go through hard knocks. This team is winning everybody over. And then four plays in offensively. Seriously? Like that really happened last night? Come on. Mm. Mm. That's brutal, man. I don't... I felt the same way last night watching that that I did in 2008 when the Patriots started their season against the Chiefs and Tom Brady blew out his knee. I don't care who it is. Big name quarterback. Big. You don't want to see this happen in the NFL in week one. No. no. And I'm sure we're going to have... News today, my guess is by the end of the show, if I had to bet on it, in the next three hours, we will have an answer to the severity of the injury. And I mean, based on what we saw last night and are hearing this morning, it's uh, not pretty. When COVID happened, I was so depressed. I was lost. I love sports. I love football. And this, the, the number one storyline is gone. And it was just, it was so surreal. I had goosebumps. The guy's coming out with the flag on 9-11. There's a double rainbow from the World Trade Center Incredible to the scene. Empire State Building. The place is going crazy. And that happens. 
And it might be time to uh, adjust the most tortured fan base rankings, too. Because the same thing happened in 1999 when they went to the AFC title game in Vincenzo. Yep. Uh, the same thing happened, too. So this I like to be right. This team was going to be so good. This defense is nasty. And to be a, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, and he goes down, it is, it, and I know you're 45-1 to 1 future ticket, but the storyline here, I mean, it was, can they make the playoffs? Can they end the drought? Can they, can they go to the Super Bowl? This, his career might be over. I mean, this is going to be Achilles here. Oh. I, don't, I, don't know when he, I don't know how long the guy's on. I feel terrible for yeah, him. Yeah, this could be it. I mean, 40 years old. Now, if that's what it is, I mean, it looked very familiar to Kobe Bryant. Yeah. I mean, remember Kobe, when that happened to him, he was such a warrior. He shot the free throws and he limped off the court. And Good point, because it, you see Rodgers, it, it he, he stands up and yep. is looking at the sideline for the play. Yes. And then he goes and down. And he's like, wait a second. And I'm not mm. getting up. So, so it's, to me, it's not, no way, it's ankle. There's no, no way. Because no Kobe Bryant blows out his Achilles. He says to Harrison Barnes, did you kick me? Yeah. He goes, no. And he, he got, wakes, gets up and shoots the free throws and walks off, and that's it. Well, then all of like the videos that were coming out last night on social media, you could see the calf pop. I mean, it just it did. I mean, there are certain angles that are at, kind of at the field level. And when that foot gets caught in the turf and then Floyd kind of like has him the way he did, total fluke play for it to happen like that, you could see the, the calf just go, boom, it blew up like that. And so whenever that happens, you're like, uh, yeah, that's probably going to be it. And then I know that they're internet doctors and they're not at the scene, but a lot of people like to do this. Watching the video, I saw countless people like come across my Twitter timeline basically saying it's, it has to be the Achilles. That's the only thing that can be. And then... The reaction that we got to to that specific field last night with the AstroTurf, yeah. um, David Bakhtiari, of course, played with Rodgers forever in Green Bay. He, he has a great point here. When he, he tagged the NFL on X and he said, you care more about soccer players than us. You plan to remove all the artificial turf for the uh, upcoming World Cup. So clearly it's feasible. I'm sick of this. And there was a Packers reporter who quote tweeted Bakhtiari and said, he's not saying this because it was Rodgers. Bakhtiari has been saying this for years. Yeah. Players can't stand playing on this. And then you go back and look at the history of uh, like some of the headlines in the New York papers. It's just over and over and over again. Player injured again. Turf got him one more time. Yep. Yep. I know Dwayne Brown's sick. Uh, I mean, I don't know why you're going low on a guy. Uh, how that worked out. But, you know, he doesn't... Salah said, don't blame him. I thought that was ridiculous. You know, do you tie it into what happened uh, with the injury, too, with the turf? But can anyone get, how about at that 24 hour stretch in that stadium? The Giants lose 40 to nothing, and then Rodgers is out four minutes into the game. And, and I mean, it's just, it's just stunning what happened. Yeah. And, you know, I, I go after Woody Johnson, too. Zach Wilson shouldn't even be on the team. That's another thing. You're still okay with Mike White. You could have also survived an injury to Rodgers. It just couldn't happen early in the season because you got to go through this tough schedule mm-hmm. in the first six games. Yep. Then you're running the Green Bay offense. So Zach Wilson, I feel he's up against it too. But oh my God, it's not only Zach Wilson. You got Hackett calling the plays, right. and you got a shaky offensive line. On t- oh, the, the offensive line might be the weakest link of they everything that you just block. talked about, right? Sorry, they can't pass block. No, you saw no. Rodgers was going to be running for his life the entire time last night, and so I know that uh, Hall. I mean, this this team is. I mean, lo- the de- every level of defense, they are loaded. Oh, D-line, God. linebackers flying all over last night. The secondary is absolutely elite. On offense, they have... I mean, look at the catch by Wilson in the end zone for the touchdown. Uh, that's... Um, 
Yeah. People were saying last night they've never seen, and, and Wilson told SVP after the game, I've never practiced. It's like, I'd like to sit here and tell you I practice. I don't practice that. <laughs> But the ball's coming at me, and he's the way defender, that I'm getting defended, yeah. he's like, I got to try to make a play and, and yeah. catch the ball. He's boxing him out. Boxing How do you? Him. It's just, one of the best catches I've ever seen. Just taps it over, and then right. What? Yeah, for him to catch that, it's Look a horrible. Hall. How good's Hall? Yeah, I know. You know what entered my mind last me. night? He's a beast. You have to tell me. I went back and looked at the 2020 and 2021 Iowa State teams with Brock Purdy and Brees Hall. Their their numbers. They won like seven games and then nine games. Yeah. How bad kidding. of a coach is that guy? Yeah. No kidding. Absolutely. Oh my God. It was to, for him to play defender in that position where you think, oh, my God, we can't have it intercepted. Then he taps it to himself, juggles it, and right. catches it. Oh, what a catch. Yep. But, I mean, that game had everything. Everything. And then, and then the walk-off punt return. I would honestly say that it was a nightmare for both teams because the Bills completely blew the game. Mm-hmm. And I got to be honest here, the, the Josh Allen prime, like his absolute peak for a couple of years, it was awesome. And I get it, people and fell, fell in love with him. But may I remind you that the guy was not very good at Wyoming in his first year or two in the NFL. He was also like not very good at all, and he was not accurate. And that changed with Brian Dable. And some of those passes again last night, I, I think this, the people who were like down on the Bills big time this year, um, it kind of made a little bit of sense to me. It's one game. I'm not going to go nuts. I'm just telling you that there's a chance that Josh Allen has already played the best ball we've ever seen from him ever in his career. You're not overreacting because he's averaging two turnovers a game since week one of last year. That's why you're not overreacting. And you can see it with Zach Wilson, but it's the same thing for all these guys. If you lose your confidence and you start to question yourself and your ability, you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. That was horrible by Buffalo. All you have to do is go conservative and don't turn the ball over and you're going to win. The Jets were as high as 15 to 1 in play. That'll tell you something, what they thought of Zach Wilson. And you saw the in play. Um, I, I disagree with the stuff, too, about what is Aaron Rodgers worth to the number. I mean, because Wilson is so bad. You could say, I don't believe it's five and a half. So now the Cowboys are laying seven and a half next week. The I know conference plays a big role in this. At DraftKings, the Green Bay Packers and the Atlanta Falcons now have better odds to win the Super Bowl than the Jets. The Jets' adjusted win total is eight and a half under minus 150. They are plus 210 to make the playoffs. Can you do a 2,000 Baltimore Ravens? Can you remember how bad Peyton Manning was with the Broncos and they still won the Super Bowl? I don't think you can play that you can't win 17-14 every game in today's NFL. Look at the Broncos last year. Right. You can't do it. Can't do I it. don't care how good the defense is. It's just too much pressure on them. And you're relying on turnovers and short fields. And it's just it's just too difficult. Yeah, they're 6-1 to one to win that division now at DraftKings. That's not enough of a movement to make me want to get down on that bet. And like you said, 60-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. What would you need to take the Jets against the Cowboys then? If they move the number from Cowboys 3.5 to 7.5. I mean, this defense is elite. They're going to keep them in most games this year. I'd li- I like under 42 a lot. I Dak's turnover were uh, yeah. prone. Yeah. So we could see a little bit yeah. of what we saw last night. Yeah, the under there scre- is screaming, hey, Mitch, come over and bet me right now, please. So they, Salah also after the game said Zach Wilson's their guy. He's their mm. quarterback for the rest of the season. Mm. I, I, I still think they were fine with Mike White. I, I don't know why. The, the, the issue there with the owner, I don't know what the problem is, but I think it's a, a big swing and miss for the Jets. Do you also, do you call Flacco, who was on the team last year? I mean, you got to get somebody now, too. I mean, it's it's Wilson and, and Boyle now, what you have. Yeah, I'm not picking up what he's putting down. There's absolutely, that's his, no. that's probably what he has to say in the heat of the moment. There's no way the Jets can wake up today if they slept and say, say to themselves, you know what, we're okay. 
don't don't pick up the phone. Don't call anybody. You have to make several phone calls today. Yep. You have to. I immediately tweeted you call Philip Rivers. Immediately. You're yeah. all in. What the hell does it matter now? Not to mention you keep your draft picks because the Packers aren't going to take your picks now. No. How big is that? 65% of you're, the snaps, you're right? You're all in. You are all in. You call Rivers. You call anybody you can. Rivers might die behind the offensive line, though. He might get injured more yeah. than, uh, and he hasn't played since 2020. See, see, that's the problem. I got, I can't call other teams about their backup because it's too valuable. And they're thinking, what do I do if our guy gets hurt? And then the other thing, the guy's got to be able to move because the, the offensive be. line is so bad. A little bit, yeah. So it, I, I, you yeah. might have to rule out Flacco. You're right, but yeah. you got to have some mobility. You know who they're going to call? And I'm just going to, I'm going to shake my head for like four hours after they make this move. You know who it's going to be, right? They're going to call Carson Wentz? 100%. Would you, would, would you, you have no one part of that? No part of it. Part of me thinks it's actually worth it because just in case you can somehow get that early career form out of him. But like 90% of me is like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Yeah. The guy's awful. Yeah. And he's out of the league for a reason. Yeah. But again, what are your other options? Do you want to do Colt McCoy? I would actually probably consider a phone call to Colt McCoy. You want to call Nick Foles? No. I'd call McCoy first. I don't want to call Foles. He looks so bad in Indy. I'm going to call Andrew Luck? I'd call Andrew Luck. Hey, Andrew, you happen to be in football shape? <laughs> you okay? Shot. You working out in the backyard? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm having a good time in retirement. Yeah. Oh, win some, lose some is up next. And I'll tell you which team has to be loving life today. And they're not called the Green Bay Packers. That's next here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. 
In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a better better by getting Juice Reel. Get it in the App Store. It's not a sports book. It's a tool that helps you beat the books. Juice Reel connects all your sports betting accounts in one app, loads all your betting history, gives you an edge backed by nearly $1 billion in bets from bettors in all 50 states. Use that data to follow the winners and fade the losers. Download this great tool, Juice Reel, like orange juice, R-E-E-L, absolutely free. Download Juice Reel to your iPhone or Android device today and become a better better. Five more primetime games for the Jets this year. Yeah. Five. That's tough. Going to be tough to watch if it's going to be Zach Wilson in all five of those games. Um, odds are up globally on the next Jets quarterback to sign or to trade. Uh, I'll run those down in a second. I'll tell you, some of the guys that I would pick up the phone for today and call that are currently on teams, I, I would call and ask about Jameis Winston. Sure. Right? I mean, a, a lot of these guys yep. that you're going to hear us throw out right now, when you're, you're driving around wherever you're at today, you're watching the show, you're going to think, oh, God, please don't tell me it's going to be... You have to think, though, about what Zach Wilson is as a quarterback and how good this team is and what they might be if the quarterback position is actually okay. Uh, I don't even, I'm not even going to call Zach Wilson an unknown at this point. The guy stinks. Yep. That throw, the touchdown pass, was, I uh, can't even make a simple throw. No, that was all Wilson yeah. on that pass. He had Weiss, one nice throw, but then again, he's a pro and a top five pick. Some of this stuff should be easy, but it was all Wilson. So, I mean, imagine if you get a guy like Winston. Who, who could, I mean, with the weapons that they have, I, I would offer picks and just say, let's let's talk turkey. I, even, sure. I wouldn't even rule out a guy like Blau, like third string in Detroit. I mean, it's like if, if, you can throw, if you've shown the ability at all to throw it down the field and win a game or two, I have to call. Winston's 22 to 1. Blau is not on that list. Would you call Cam Newton? No way. No chance. Nope. Uh, would you pick up the phone today and call Matt Ryan? I would. So would I. He never officially retired. He's 50-1. to 1. I'd love to have Minshew, but the Colts aren't going to do that. The, the Colts will not do that. No, uh, I can't imagine the Commanders do something with Brissett. Would Atlanta give up Heineke? Detroit? No, because he might be their starting That's quarterback right. in a couple weeks. That's right. Teddy, two gloves in Detroit. Can't do that if something happens to Goff. Mm. Davis Mills. No, he might not be as good. He is, he, he is a slight upgrade maybe over Zach Wilson at best. I'll tell you, how about let's stay with that same team. How about Case Keenum? I, he's kind of a last resort type to me. But I would probably... Is Keenum better than Zach Wilson? Yes. Where are you at with Joe Flacco? I know we brought him up already. See, ah, and you poo-pooed one guy I said already. I'd, I'd call Nick Foles, too. You would? Yeah, over some of these other guys, I would. Just to, just to have a conversation with the guy. Bring him in, see what it looks like. Would you rather have Nick Foles or Carson Wentz? I got uh, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be Wentz, but that's oh boy. I'll give you another name too completely off the grid. Did he stay in football shape? Would you call Kaepernick? Absolutely not. No chance. He hasn't played in 7 years. Has it been that long? Yeah. Okay. It did not end well. Either. I think of all guys that would have stayed in football shape, he might be the guy. Yeah. Yeah, so also, also you're inviting the circus. 
Yeah, that's, you have that we, angle we don't too. do politics here. I'm just talking about as a football player. No, I know. I'm not saying. No, that. no, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about as a football yeah. player. That's all I'm talking about here as a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, how about Marcus Mariota? Uh, I think a lot of yeah. these players that we talked about are what you see is what you get. We know that. But I think Mar- Mariota's an upgrade. Uh, one more guy, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. I'd be on the horn today. Yes. Yeah, I would call for him. Not. Yeah, why not? So there's like four or five well, guys. Again, it's, it's like, oh, Jesus, this is a stop talking about this. You can't because these guys would be an upgrade and who knows? Well, here's the other thing. Uh, and they're a playoff team with a average quarterback. They won the game last night. The you have to think about how massive an ego these guys have. They've been told how great they are since junior high. So they think they can do anything. But also maybe a legacy play, too. I mean, are some of these guys like Matt Ryan, Phillip Rivers, are they Hall of Famers? I don't know. But if you can come in out of retirement and take the Jets to the playoffs, I mean, something like that. I mean, it's just like, what would they be treated like a hero in that town? Right. If you could end the drought and what it could mean and just come in. And you're also in a great situation. You don't have to throw for 300 yards. Hand off the hall. Dump it off to Cook. Throw it up for grabs to Wilson. Play field position. Rely on the defense. Again, I know the game, the sport has changed because everyone's pass happy and, and every rule is geared towards the offense. But Peyton Manning was horrible that year in Denver. It was terrible. And they won the world he's, and they won the Super Bowl. He's, so. he's the worst quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl with yeah, that team. That's right. So there are some guys on this list where you're, you have to pick up the phone and Joe Douglas has got to call everybody here. I mean, I love your th- luck, Rivers. How about Mason Rudolph? Oh, boy. 18 I'm, to 1, by the I'm way. I'm not so sure. No? Okay. So... The reason why I would not call the Colts about Gardner Minshew is Anthony Richardson. Well, you can call if you want. The reason why I think the Colts would say no is because Richardson was already dinged up at the end of game one. Uh This could be a recurring theme with him this year. He's going to take off. He's going to run a lot. And if he gets banged up, like are the Colts okay with Sam Ellinger as the backup? He's third string. Mm Mm-hmm. That's, so, uh, that's, a, that's an I forgot about but, Sam, too. You, maybe because, you never know. It, everyone's got a price. <laughs> Ted DiBiase, right? Yeah. I mean, you can, you can throw anything at somebody. You, might, you, you wake up one day if you're a GM, you're like, there's no Someone can change your mind just like that with an outrageous offer and say, you know what? I got to take it. I don't want to do it, but I have to take it. Right. That's, I mean, it's always worth having the conversation. Mm-hmm. Always. My number one guy would be Jameis Winston. You don't know till you call. Mm-hmm. You never know. Who, who would be your Anything number one happen. guy? I'm assuming the guy, I see this is tough because again, this is why this is such a diff. The offensive line hackets my OC. The guy's got to be able to move because you, I know what you're saying with Rivers, but if Rivers is still in shape, nah, he has nine kids. He's been out of the league. He's been years, out of the league years, as long years. as Deshaun Watson. And we have questions about Watson playing. The guy's 40 years old, no offensive line. I can't get there with, with him. Um, I'd rather call Tom Brady than Philip Rivers. Yeah. Yeah. I might. I'd have to maybe uh, I go Minshew. God. Minshew and maybe Teddy Bridgewater. With that angle. Would you call Roethlisberger? (laughs) Well, he's been out of the league for one year. Uh, It's a lot shorter than some of these other guys we're talking about. Yeah, of course. Okay, I forgot. Never thought about that. Maybe just, just again, it feels to me like he might not be in football shape, but I don't know. I would just, yeah, I think that's, he's got the front porch. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I would think so, but that's. All right, 
Yeah. This is a head coach for the New York Jets, Robert Sala, talking about the Rodgers situation last night after the game. Uh, deal with the quarterback real quick. Um, uh, concerned with his Achilles. Uh, MRI is probably going to confirm what we think is already going to happen. So prayers tonight, but it's not good. Yeah, Probably going to confirm what we already think. But uh, it's not good. He went on to say Zach Wilson's our quarterback for the rest of the year. And also, I feel for that guy, the look on his face (sighs) when uh, Rodgers, when they brought the cart out, boy, that escalated quickly. Uh Uh-oh, he's got, okay, but then then you see the cart, and then you got the boot on, and then it's, oh, my God, how bad it is, right? Another thing, too, I did not know his 9-11 story as well. Oh, incredible. I know. That's another good one. So Relay some of that. Yeah. His brother was there. Yeah, and then he, he, I think he was he decided to be a coach after that, right? He did. His, bro- his, his brother, brother survived. Yeah. And then Salah was, work- Salah was working a nine-to-five job, but he said, I can't, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. Life's too Rethought short. He everything. Good Got for him. coaching. Look at this right. look on his face last night. Yes. And it, it made the round for the radio audience. Yeah. This made the round. You know what we're talking about from last night. It's just the still shot of him sitting there like, it, it, if a pitcher can say a thousand words, bam, there you go. Sums up the entire scenario last night of what took place. Oh, God, that's just, I don't know. What do you think Rodgers is worth to the number? Because we've done this before. How, remember how bad Green Bay was without him? Yeah, he was, they were the, one of the worst teams in football. I said he was worth two touchdowns. That, year, that, year, that one that, year that he was, went down, he really yep, was. Yep. I think for one game anyway, again, you have to keep in mind that this team has a lot of pieces that are extremely talented. But it was his offense, and a lot of the stuff is audibles, and I'm going to use my 20 years like Peyton Manning was. How about Peyton Manning? He couldn't talk. He couldn't even talk. They he was, he was so shocked. But he also did all his prep around Rodgers and watching film and that too. So he, he's like, I, flat out on air, I have nothing for you. But a lot of the stuff is I'm going to use my 19 years of experience, and I'm going to audible and see what I see with coverages. And, you know, but that's – now you're relying on Hackett. Good luck. I don't think they I mean, put it this way. I don't think they're going to be a playoff team if this is going to be Zach Wilson's squad for the entire year because I don't think he's good enough to win enough games. But I think for one game like this week, now that it's seven yeah. and a half, maybe they can run wow. the football. I mean, this is the thing. Dallas, New England, Kansas City, Denver, Philadelphia, Giants, Chargers. That's what's coming up. If it happened later in the season, okay. But yep. now what, what you have to go through week in, week out, it's just so much pressure on the defense. VSIN host Matt Humans will join the program coming up next. He likes uh, a handful of games in college football at this stage of the week. We'll find out which bets he likes coming up on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Make this football season your best ever by becoming a VSIN Pro subscriber. Get full access to everything we do, including the daily best bets. This with the leaderboard to see who has the hot hand, betting systems, premium analysis, great dog videos. Sign up for the annual subscription. You get a copy of Michael Lombardi's new book, Football Done Right. Use promo code Lombardi when you sign up. And if you want an autographed copy of the book, email subscribe at VSIN. Dot com. Limited time offer. Sign up today. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. 
VSIN host Matt Humans joins the program now. His show is called VSIN Tonight. It's a great time slot, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. It's when all these games are going to be going on throughout the entire week. And Matt, you were basically on probably, what, 20 minutes after Rodgers went down with the injury? How did you, how did you start your show last night? Well, at, at that point, we didn't know that Aaron Rodgers was going to be a season-ending injury, uh, but we started talking about the Week 2 game against the Cowboys and uh, how that line was going to be impacted if it's Zach Wilson, a quarterback, instead of Rodgers. And, uh, you know, we're talking about at least a five-point line difference in that Jets-Cowboys game in Week 2. And, you know, just talking about what a disaster the entire weekend was for New York football. Yep. Sunday night, the Giants get beat 40 to nothing by Big Mike McCarthy. And then Monday night, the Jets lose Aaron Rodgers. And it's, uh, you know, even whether you like or dislike Aaron Rodgers, you hate to see that happen. I mean, he, he's, he makes the league better. He makes it more interesting. And uh, to have all this hype uh, around Rodgers and the Jets and uh, for that to happen, it really sucks, I think. Uh, for everybody. So it's it's disappointing and it's not going to be anywhere near the same seeing Zach Wilson. The Jets are going to have to, it looks like maybe sink or swim with Zach Wilson. They're probably going to sink with him. And then Paul wants him to go out and get Kyler Murray and uh, replace him. You know, I, I'm not sure what the Jets are going to be able to do. I think they have to try to make it work with uh, Zach Wilson, but now that's what we talked about last night. I mean, who had a, who had a worse 24 hours? The Jets won the game, but they lost Aaron Rodgers. I yep. think he had, by yep. far the Jets. Oh the yeah, to me it's not uh, even close. And the Giants. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You think? What do you think he's worth? Seven points? Yep. Six? That's what we're saying. At least five. Yeah. I'd say at least five, and you know maybe up to seven. You're right. Could be. Uh, you know, we we were talking about depending how bad Zach Wilson looks in the second half last night. The move could be seven, seven and a half points. Well, well, uh, he looked decent. He looked. I didn't think he looked. You know, absolutely terrible. So uh, do you guys see a line out there in that game right now? Seven yeah, and a half. DraftKings moved to seven and a half. What would you need to bet the Jets in this game, Matt? Uh, well, I'm not going to bet the Jets in the game, but uh, 10 maybe, something like that. I, I, here's the thing. It's a fallen star theory. When a guy goes down, the team mm-hmm. picks up its level of play, and a lot of times the first game back, you might want to bet on that team. I don't really want to. Hey, I – I'm the idiot who tried to fade the Cowboys on Sunday night and played the Giants plus three and a half, and that didn't work out so well. So I'm probably not going to bet against the Cowboys this week. Who do you like this week early in the NFL? I like the Titans, believe it or not. That's ugly. It's an ugly home dog plus three and a half is out there against the Chargers. Chargers are no strangers to slow starts. I think we're seeing the same thing happen again. Brandon Staley's supposed to be a defensive genius, (laughs) and the Chargers – Allow 536 yards to the Dolphins, 466 yards passing. There's something wrong with that Chargers defense. Now, Ryan Tannehill looked terrible in the Titans game against the Saints. And this is a side that not many people are going to want to back here. But I think the uh, Titans are going to run the ball right out to Chargers defense and make this another ugly, low-scoring type of game. They can control Justin Herbert. The Titans defense is good enough. And the Titans actually have the number one run defense in the NFL last year. And again, I, I like them here. I'm gonna maybe I'm crazy, but I'm leaning towards playing the Bears plus three against the Buccaneers. And uh, yeah, Baker Mayfield, the Bucks went to Minneapolis and they won. But the Bucks offense had 242 total yards and 3.6 yards per play. And I think you're gonna see the Bears bounce back from that beating they took from the Packers. They weren't dominated statistically, but 
I expect the Bears to play much better here, and that's another ugly dog. I kind of like it. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about back in the Chiefs as road favorites uh-huh. at Jacksonville. And uh, next Monday night, I'll be on the Steelers against the Browns. I think a lot of times you want to bet against these overreactions. Yeah, the Browns look good, but I also thought the Bengals looked really, really bad. And Joe Burrow, you know, first game back, missed all the training camp and preseason. The timing wasn't there in the Bengals' offense. I think they, the Bengals were so bad, they made the Browns look a little bit better. I do think the Browns are legit on that defensive front. Uh, but the Steelers... Mitch, I know you were on the Steelers, just like I was, and there were so many people on the Steelers. When you saw that line crash, you probably had a bad feeling about it on Sunday, and it just did not look at all like the Steelers team you saw in the preseason. Uh, Mike Tomlin was 15-4 and as a home dog going into that game. He's going to be a home dog again Monday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of gloom and doom and you know negative uh, – negativity around the Steelers, I think they bounce back and beat the Browns next Monday night. So those are a few NFL games I'm looking at right now. I can't believe that spread. Cleveland's up to two and a half in some spots. And uh, I I just think it was San Francisco was was phenomenal in that game. You Mm -hmm. cashed a ticket Sunday with the Raiders. The other thing is from the takeaway last night is how bad not only last night, but Josh Allen continues to turn the ball over at an alarming rate. How about Buffalo laying eight and a half at home to the Raiders? I think Buffalo is going to be a big play in the Circus Survivor Contest. I would expect them to bounce back and play a lot better. Josh Allen was awful uh, last night. And, you know, I've said this about Josh Allen before. He he, he's rec- he runs with reckless abandon. He makes a lot of, uh, I would say, ill-advised throws. I mean, the guy's got awesome athletic ability. And um, I do like him as a quarterback, but I don't think he's got the highest football IQ. And, again, when I saw that last night, he didn't know how to manage the game. With Aaron Rodgers out, there is no excuse for the Bills to lose that game. Josh Allen threw it away. Mm-hmm. And you got to have a higher football IQ than that, but I think the Bills will bounce back and beat the Raiders who are playing the back-to-back road games. And by the way, I might play the Patriots against the Dolphins. Uh, I was on the Patriots Sunday, and I felt like I was the right side. Wrong result. Very disappointing to watch the Patriots throw that game away. After they outgained the Eagles, 382 to 251. Yep, yep, well said. Follow the money, Paulie and Mitch Visa in the Sports Betting Network. Matt Humans, our guest. A lot of some guys have to bounce back in your Friday football contest. Update mm-hmm. how the first week went in the leaderboard, please. How about Kenny White, six and one, right out of the gate. Longtime Las Vegas odds maker, handicapper. Great job by Kenny. Playing all college games. Uh, Kenny won six out of seven on Saturday. And Paul Stone, five and two. I know you have Paul Stone on every week. Uh, another guy who went strictly with college. And he should have been six and one, just like me and a lot of other people. He was on Texas Tech oh. against Oregon. And uh, three days later, I'm still ticked off about that Texas Tech game. That's a rough one. That would yeah. take a day or two to get over for sure. I don't blame you. So then, uh, again, yeah. you, you ran down your NFL plays, Matt, in about two and a half minutes here. Who do you like as of uh, here early Tuesday morning in college? Well, I'm probably going to play South Alabama. I'm looking at that right now. The best number on the screen is plus seven and a half against Oklahoma State. And the Cowboys beat me Saturday night. I had Arizona State. And this Oklahoma State team is not very good. But Mike Gundy did out coach Kenny Dillingham in the second half. And that was the difference in the game. And the freshman quarterback for Arizona State, Jaden Rashad, is just not ready to play. So I'm, I'm still going to try to fade Okie State here. South Alabama plus 7.5 came up short against Tulane. But I, I like him again here. How about Washington 
maybe minus 16 at Michigan State. This is another game I haven't bet yet, but Michael Penix off to a great start, 859 yards passing, 73% completions, 8-1 to TD to pick ratio. And uh, has anybody had a worse weekend than Mel Tucker at Michigan State? I got to think that thing's going to fall, fall apart on the Spartans. Uh, so it's probably going to be a bet against team. I do like West Virginia plus one at home against Pitt. Uh, and also Fresno State, I'll probably play as a road favorite against Arizona State. I'm thinking maybe I just uh, – I don't want to be too stubborn. I think maybe I misread the Arizona State situation and with the freshman quarterback, the team's just not very good. So I probably Mikey Keene lit up the Purdue defense on the road in the first game, and I think uh, Fresno's got a little bit too much firepower for the Sun Devils. So those are a few games I'm looking at in college. Matt, as always, great job, uh, especially with the Friday night show. It's, uh, it was a great idea when you put it together last year, mm-hmm. and it's really, really huge here on the network. Love listening, watching, and getting all those handicappers on for that contest. So it's really a uh, job well done by everybody involved. Thank you for the time, as always, and uh, best of luck this week. Okay, thanks. You bet. All there right, you see go. You. Yeah, you can read Matt at vcin.com, and his show again is called vcin tonight, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, right here on vcin. Uh, I'm going to be on a bunch of the same NFL games with Matt for the second consecutive week, the way it looks. I already know myself. I'll be on the Titans in the contest. Mm-hmm. I'll be on the Bears if the number is three. What a huge game. Losers 0-2. Yeah. Ooh. All right, this is VEASAN's Follow the Money on the DraftKings Network. Plenty more coming up today, including Gojo, Dan LeBetard, and Ross Tucker. And Follow the Money has two more hours coming up here on VEASAN. And at the top of the hour, updated betting numbers after the Aaron Rodgers injury last night, and we're getting good feedback on other quarterbacks the Jets should consider. A lot of them make sense. We'll run down those names coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. No one knows football like VEASAN. Now's the time to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro games every week. Get a top VEASAN experts leaderboard to see who has the hot hand. Betting splits let you know where the money and bets are moving every game. It's updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Become part of the team in the Sports Betting Network. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Professional sports better Paul Stone joins the program now, as he does every Tuesday to give out a couple of uh, college football bets that he likes. He's on Twitter at Paul Stone Sports, and that's also the name of his podcast, which you can get wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, congrats on the nice week uh, in the Friday Invitational, Paul, going 5-2. and two. Should have been 6-1. and one. You had Texas Tech. Uh, how do you react to a game like that when you're watching it live? You know, it's tough, Mitch. I'm human. I think one of my better qualities is I'm pretty good about moving on. So uh, it was a tough pill to swallow. You know, Texas Tech seemed to be, quote, unquote, the right side. But, you know, in college football, we've been doing this long enough. Uh, Unfortunately, things like that happen. And uh, hopefully uh, I'll be on the right side of one like that uh, uh, between now and end of the year and probably will. But, man, those are tough to, uh, you know, tough to to digest. you got to center yourself and – Get ready for week three. So here we are. Uh, uh, in your neck of the woods, huge win by the Longhorns, obviously. The Big 12 at the top has a chance to do something special this year and be really, really good. Uh, and you have a game that you're looking at today with K-State. They have a tough schedule. They play some good teams on the road, but they do avoid Oklahoma. Maybe there's a path where this team could maybe eventually play Texas or someone like that in the Big 12 title game. Kleiman's an awesome coach. They looked awesome again this past weekend. What do you like between K-State and Missouri this week? Well, we got a total in this game, a rivalry game of 49-and-a-half there at Circa, Mitch. And this is a big game for both uh, programs. And I think Missouri, first of all, clearly understands it's got to condense the contest, not get into a score fest uh, with the Wildcats. Both teams, they are fairly methodical uh, in their offensive approach. Both averaged right at 70 plays per game last year. That figure is going to be slightly lower this year with the new clock rules. Missouri, you know, if you don't look at them very closely, you might not know this, but they've got a sneaky good defense. They held 11 of their 13 opponents last year to 27 points or fewer. That included national champion Georgia, uh, who rallied to defeat uh, Missouri, if you recall, Mm -hmm. 26-22 in Columbia. Kansas State did beat Missouri last year 40-12. to But a little bit misleading, Missouri threw four interceptions. Kansas State also scored on a 76-yard touchdown punt return by Phillip Brooks. Kansas State actually only had 336 yards in that game. Looking at Missouri's offense, not strong last year, not really strong this year. Last year, they finished 84th or worse in scoring offense, total offense, and passing offense, so not prolific offensively. Certainly against weaker competition, but you look at the two games both these teams have played so far, Missouri's only allowed a total of just 29 points in season opening wins over South Dakota and Middle Tennessee. Kansas State, only 13 points total allowed against Southeast Missouri State and Troy in its last 14 games dating back to last season, Missouri 10-3-1 to the under, take this game to go under 49 and a half. All right, very good. Uh, We talked about this yesterday. 
This is a horrible start for North Texas defensively. They gave up 46 points last week to Florida International, who threw for four yards in their first game. They allowed 58 points at home against Cal. Cal scored 10 points last week at home to Auburn. What do you think of their opponent, Louisiana Tech, and the number? Yeah, I mean, this is a play on Louisiana Tech, and, Paulie, it's all about really a bet against North Texas and that mean green uh, defense in those two losses against Cal and Florida International. North Texas outscored 104 to 60. They've given up a total of 1,183 yards in those two games, <laughs> an average of 7.3 yards per play. You look at Florida International, this is kind of my example to underscore uh, North Texas's defensive struggles to this point. Last year, Florida International, against the schedule, only ranked 126. They only averaged 17 points and 319 yards a game versus FBS opponents. Then you go to this season, in their first two games, Florida International against Louisiana Tech and FCS Maine, not really strong defenses against those two teams. They score a grand total of 31 points, a grand total of 487 yards. North Texas comes to town. Florida International scores 46 points, 514 yards. A team that's not very good offensively, Louisiana Tech, transfer quarterback Hank Bachmeyer from Boise State. I think they're going to continue to score uh, against this North Texas defense. Mm-hmm. I actually made the line in this game minus 10. Wow. It opened at Circa on Sunday at minus one. It's now up to four and a half. I hate to be a little bit late to the party with this recommendation, but I think they're going to win by six or more. I like Louisiana Tech minus four and a half over North Texas. All right. All right. Excellent. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, professional sports better Paul Stone. His podcast is called the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. Get it wherever you listen to your podcast. Arkansas so far, Paul, they've defeated Kent State and Western Carolina. This week, they welcome BYU to town, and they're almost, not quite, but almost laying double digits here. Uh, who do you like between the Hogs and the Cougs? Yeah, Arkansas, you, they're laying nine at some places, nine and a half, I believe, there at the Westgate. And much like my recommendation on Louisiana Tech being kind of a play against North Texas, this is going to be a recommendation on BYU plus the points, kind of a play against the Razorbacks. So you look at this Arkansas team, clearly coming into the season, they had two top-notch offensive weapons, quarterback K.J. Jefferson, running back Rocket Sanders, who rushed for over 1,400 yards last year. But other than those two guys, I think a lot of people missed this, but they had significant questions on that side of the ball, namely replacing three starting offensive linemen. That included two four-year starters. Also had to replenish a wide receiver room whose top returning uh, receiver from last year only had 109 receiving yards. So last weekend at home against Kansas State, those offensive inadequacies kind of you know came to fruition. They were on full display. Sanders missed the game last week against Kent State. Sam Pittman said yesterday he'll be out against BYU uh, as well this weekend. This Kent State, again, one of the worst teams in all of FBS, gutted by the transfer portal, uh, one of the bottom five teams, again, in the entire FBS. In its opener, Kent against Central Florida, they give up 56 points and 723 total yards, allowed nine plays of 20 yards or, or more. You expected to kind of get a little bit more of the same in Fayetteville. But Arkansas only scores 28 points. They had a defensive touchdown, only 308 yards on 64 plays. 
only 4.8 yards per play. Uh, this is a uh, step up in class, clearly playing BYU. I like BYU plus nine and a half over Arkansas. Okay. Uh, last week, you said you upgraded Colorado 11 points off the win and what they did against TCU. Then they steamrolled Nebraska. Our colleague Adam Burke has upgraded Colorado 16 and a half points now after another win. Did you do it? Did you go further with the Buffaloes? And a- any thoughts on, on the game Saturday night at home to Colorado State? Well, Adam, I think you indicated his adjustment from preseason, 16 and a half points. We think alike, not just wow. 16 points. So uh, wow. this Colorado team, again, in the age of the transfer portal and, and just over-making your, you know, turning over your roster completely, these preseason uh, power ratings are going to be obsolete <laughs> in some cases. And Colorado is just a good offensive football team. going to be interesting to see what they do, especially after this week. Uh, when they play USC and Oregon following the game against Colorado State this weekend. Very good. Follow Paul on Twitter as well, at Paul Stone Sports. Thank you for the time as always, sir. Uh, best of luck with those games and also uh, the Friday night show as well here on VSIN. Hey, thanks for having me. Everybody have a great weekend of college football. You too. Good breakdowns there from Paul. Yes. He made the number, what, 10? Yeah. The La Tech game against North Texas opened up one. I don't blame him. Well, no, I mean, that's a... Can't stop anything. I mean, La Tech at home, and yep, yeah. Although Von Tobel nailed that when you were out, Jonathan Von Tobel. Bachmeyer wasn't good at Boise. I, mean, I think. That's, yeah, that's a, he, his he, first game. He was really yeah, good, and you're like, wow, they really did a great right? job landing this guy. And then yeah. it was all downhill after that. Yeah. So I think that first game was against FSU. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. It is a weak card this week. In terms old, of like marquee matchups, marquee, right? Yeah. I don't think there's one game where ranked teams play one another. But next week, my God. What a schedule next week. Look at the Friday schedule. Well, next next week is oh, it's sick. Incredible. Look at this is just Friday next Friday, the twenty second. Wisconsin and Purdue, NC State, Virginia, Air Force, San Jose State, Boise, San Diego State. Then we start Saturday with Florida State, Clemson. Notre Dame plays Ohio State. You have uh, Colorado, Oregon. You got Old Miss, Alabama. You have UCLA, Utah. Oh man. You have Iowa, Penn State. That is awesome. That is a ridiculous schedule. Yeah. There is a number, by the way, on the board at one sports book between Colorado and Oregon. I'll run that by you coming up before the end of the show to see how many points you would need. Maybe it's enough to take the Buffaloes. That second half against Nebraska was pretty good. I would put up, I would open at 85 with the total. Guys, it has to be in the 80s. It has to be. That's my thought, too. Uh, Up next, early thoughts. Early leans in week two of the NFL. I have plenty of concerns if their offensive linemen are out this week. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Nobody knows football like VEASAN. Now is the time to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get all the tools to prep for college and pro games every week. Our picks page recaps all the best bets from every host and guest. That is awesome, and it's in one convenient place. Paul Stone, 5-2 and two last week. He was just on. Perfect example. Nigel Seeley with the soccer. Betting splits. Updated with DraftKings betting data every five minutes. You can see changes in all the action. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. The other thing, too, not that a lot of people were on. I think it was only nine people out here, Circus Survivor. But you were looking at the tie scenario, too. And that means all those people with, who are on Bills and Jets would have been out. 
Yeah, by the way, it should not get lost also what happened with Buffalo last night. I mean, that's a, I think it's a nightmare evening for both teams, quite honestly. Yep. In the win for the Jets, fine. You somehow yep. managed to come out of there with a W, but you lost Aaron Rodgers. And then for the Bills to lose a game like that, thir- you're up 13-3? to Rodgers goes down. Zach Wilson comes in. How do you blow that game? How was Josh Allen? I get it. The Jets defense is really good. How was Allen that bad? I, I don't know, man. I just... It's alarming. It's I, alarming. I, I, I am far from in love with Josh Allen, put it that way. And it's been like that for... He was really good for a couple of years. Really good. Going back to last year, and you can't... Again, you cannot forget who he was coming out of Wyoming and early on in Buffalo. And they no longer have Brian Dable. Yeah. So... Well, I, it's it's been alarming here going back, as we talked about the last 19 games, 20 interceptions, 17 fumbles. And he was uh, right there for best quarterback in the league. And then I don't know what's happened here going back uh, with the silly turnovers and horrible decisions. That also goes further and, and goes beyond, uh, you know, where am I throwing the ball? Get out of bounds. You're going to get hurt. Stop taking guys on. What was the jump he Those tried to jump. do? I don't know how, what this guy's is, thinking. Yeah, how does he not have that in his head yet to not do that anymore? You haven't got, you haven't yeah. learned yet. I mean, you got hurt, you got banged up last year, in fact, and the whole thought was the team's going to tell you to dial it back a little bit. He's still jumping up in the air, three yards short of the first down. I, I don't know, man. He, I thought Matt Human said it uh, perfectly earlier on when he said the football IQ with Josh Allen not exactly through the roof. Well, uh, I don't, I don't disagree with that. Yep, sorry about that. All the signs are there, right? The horrible performance by Allen and the team in the playoff loss at home to the Bengals. The the game where they needed to beat the Patriots to get home field. He turned the ball over that game. They almost lost that game. They needed two kickoff returns in that game to win. And then they had to they needed a lot of penalties and everything to go their way to beat Skylar Thompson as a, what, a 17-point favor, whatever that was? They beat Miami by three points in the playoff game. I mean, they're, they're on a third-string rookie quarterback, guys. Yep. Yep. And they only scored 10 points against the Bengals in the playoff I don't loss. Know, who, so. who would you rather have, Josh Allen or Joe Burrow? Oh, Burrow. I mean, this, this is not me from last night. This is going back to last year, two years ago. I take Burrow, don't even hesitate. Would you take Josh Allen or Justin Herbert? Oh, Herbert. So would I. Yeah. You can't even talk Josh Allen or Mahomes? Stop. Yeah, it's been bad. I hope he can figure it out. But this is uh, definitely cause for concern. No doubt about it. There was some other news last night as the Chiefs did. Well, the holdout's over with now. Chris Jones signed a one-year $25 million deal with Kansas City. So that's done. That whole thing last Thursday was surreal. Holding out, not going to be on the team, but I'm going to go to the stadium and root on my uh, teammates. That was bizarre. Yeah, in the suite, yeah. So, all right, so they, they get things back in order there. And uh, now they're laying three against Jacksonville. We get Kelsey back and you get Jones back. So, um, the other thing, too, uh, Bill's laying eight and a half against the Raiders. Uh, down from 10. Uh-huh. Now, are, how comfy are you with uh, the Bills and Survivor? Overtime game, Monday night. Uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but it'll be coming up here. And I'd rather have the New York Giants. And I know you're breaking all the rules road team and all that business i just i'm this, telling you right now they are begging me to bet the giants in this game sure begging they are. me. Sure they are. four points yeah you can do it right now R- roll it luke three two one i've been watching football for 40 years you're gonna get a huge effort out of the giants sunday that was embarrassing yep. on national television like that but it, it's also anti-arizona 
who again showed nothing. Howell handed them 10 points, and they're, and they're tanking. So I think you get a huge effort. Dable's a good coach. Huge effort out of the Giants, and they should win that game. Yeah, um, begging me to bet that game. Also begging me to bet the one Monday night game. The Steelers now catching two and a half at home. I know. Although Cam Hayward, the injury, he's yeah. going to miss several games. Ugh, boy, that hurts. Deontay Johnson got banged up in the game as well, but they are just sitting there saying, please come over here and bet the Steelers at plus two and a half points. I don't know if I'm going to do that or not. What would you need to bet in two weeks? This game's on the board. Colorado plays at Oregon in college football. What do you need to bet the Buffaloes? 21. It's 14 and a half. That's what I figured. If it's 14 and a half when it actually gets here on Sunday morning, I'm no doubt betting Oregon. I will lay 14 and a half points. Okay. What was your takeaway from the game? Total was 69 and a half, by the way. Oh, mama. On the board. Oh, my God. What? Oregon might score in the 60s on their own. My takeaway was, again, do you believe? Great story, but Sims was atrocious. Oh, he's so bad. He can't play quarterback. Nebraska's cursed. That's what it is. It doesn't matter who you bring in. Actually, maybe Frost wasn't that bad. I mean, just every, no matter who, look what they're doing to poor Matt Rule. No matter who they have a quarterback, they can't stop turning the ball over and giving games away. Yeah. So, again, Sanders is a stud. The Hunter thing, I mean, full, full, everyone get on board for the Heisman. Again, you saw how many game uh, plays he played again in snaps. But now you're going against the big boys and you're doing it in, in, on the road in a tough place to play. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you. I don't, I don't think it's going to be so hard for them to get stops against Oregon. And we'll see. Also, you know, can Oregon get stops as well? That's, but I just think it's going to be, they'll be trading points, but that's, it's a big ask and it's a big step up in competition. I also want to see how they do Saturday night because now again, it was also, you were not going to have a letdown because again, everyone's going to watch you play and you're playing Nebraska. Now it's a rivalry game, but can you keep bringing it every single week and, you know, and filing the bulletin board material? Sanders talked about what rule in Nebraska was doing with the logo stuff at midfield, which was a mistake. But, now you're getting ready, and I'm sure they're they're looking past Colorado State. Oh, I'm sure they are. I'm and sure this they're is... like, come on, give me a break, guys. Because Nebraska's got a name. TCU was in the title game. Everyone was doubting them. Everyone's keeping receipts. You're getting up for three win Colorado State? Mm. And a, with Oregon on deck? It's a rivalry game. It's a horrible spot. Right, and they're laying that many points now in the contest. Colorado State is going to look attractive at some point if they don't already with all those points. But I think, yeah, I think you might be right with that, Paul. Rather than the 14 and a half with Oregon, I think the total, if it's really going to be 69 and a half, doesn't Dan Lanning, the head coach at Oregon, appear as kind of a guy who would be okay with sending a message to Dion as they're splitting, they're going their own separate ways now. Colorado going to the Big 12. Uh, Dion's, I love it, cocky, brash, says whatever yeah. he wants. Lanning yeah. and Oregon, they're going to the Big 10. He's like, okay, this is cool. Welcome to Eugene. Here's 70 points. We'll see you later. I think that he would, if he could sneak in a couple of touchdowns late, I think Lanning's the kind of coach that would do that. Feels okay. like that to me anyway. Yep, yep. But you know, then then you, I feel a lot better about their chances with USC at home. The following week, they get USC at home. That's another one. I mean, who's getting a stop in that game? Although USC has looked better defensively, but again... It's not going to be Colorado. Looking at, looking at, right, right. Look at the competition. No one can slow Williams down. Definitely a winnable game in Arizona State. Uh, I should have. That's a shame on me. I should have had Oklahoma State. Gundy is phenomenal in those games when the spread's in that range. And Arizona State seems defeated with the uh, announcement with the bowl ban as well. Stanford, 
And then it's UCLA, Oregon State. It's such a, oh my God, after the bye. UCLA, Oregon State, Arizona, Washington State, Utah. Four of the five teams are ranked, and Arizona's good. We just saw they went to Miss State and lost in overtime. Ooh, it's a brutal it's schedule. Yep. It's still, it's still an unbelievable coaching job if they can get to six, seven wins. I don't. It's still a big ask, though. Their win total is now six and a half. Over is uh, juice, by the way. Higher than a buck sixty, and to make the playoff, Colorado's down to thirty to one. Oh, please! Yeah, that's not. I would need. I would not even bet three hundred to one to make the playoff. Well, I tell you though, it was fascinating. A lot of people compared it to Mayweather and McGregor on Saturday, and a lot of people thought it was free money in Nebraska, and oh, it was great that the public got the best of them. And it was just, I know people. Ah, the sports books got killed. Well, no, they, the line really didn't move. So. You know, it was for, a, for every person who was in line to couldn't wait to bet Colorado, there was a sharp taking it with Nebraska. Uh, there was a good job by Circa here yeah. opening up Colorado minus five. They did that knowing full well that they were going to take money on Nebraska because they didn't want any money on Colorado. They could get as much money as they wanted on Colorado. from, But Nebraska, they knew at minus five uh, on the Buffaloes, it's like sharps are going to be lining up to bet it because it was two and a half everywhere else. Mm-hmm. So people were going to just grab the five as soon as possible, take those bets. Right. Okay, then we'll move it back down. No well, problem. And then the summer, in the, in the summertime, it was eight and a half. Nebraska was favored. So it goes back to the discussion about how much do you change a power rating after one game? Yeah. Well, now after two games here. That's right. And if Colorado's number has moved a good 16, what? 17 points, I mean, he has right. to move it that high. That's Paul Stone has that, and Adam Burke has that. It's upgraded uh, Colorado by 16 and a half points now. Yep. I'm a, I'm a little concerned about my Wisconsin win total bet. Like every single other person at yeah, Beeson who has that over. Well, I'm feeling a lot better with Ohio State coming to town, though. Ohio State has some issues. Uh, we'll get to in-pocket plays coming up next here on Follow the Money. It's Beeson, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeart Media. Welcome to Math and Magic Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. 
Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.